Welcome to the Unbusy Your Life podcast, where each week you will learn the tips, tools, strategies, and mindset of productivity. This isn't time management. This is personal management because the solution to your scheduling, time, and productivity issues is you and how you show up in your time. Hi, I'm Neil Williams, life coach and productivity expert, and I am going to help you become the best you in your 24 hours so you can get all the things done and live the exact life you want. Get ready to unbusy your life. Welcome to episode number 51 of the Unbusy Your Life podcast. I'm so excited to be here with you today. In the last two episodes, we've talked about how to choose a goal and the way to think about your goals to make them inevitable. Well, today is the day you've probably been waiting for. Today, I'm going to talk about the how, the planning of goal creation. And this is going to wrap up the three episodes on goals, including the one that I did a few episodes back on belief and not how about your goals. And then next week, I have a really special episode for you. It marks a one-year anniversary of the show, and I'm having one of my multiple seven-figure clients on the show with me to talk about how they do it, how they create everything they create in less than 30 hours per week. It's going to be super fun, and I think you'll recognize the person that I'm interviewing. So make sure you tune in next week. Now, like I've said before in other episodes, in my group program, I teach a three-step goal process. Step number one is to choose a goal. Step number two is the belief in the goal. That was in episode number 46. I talked all about that in belief, but not how. And then the third step is planning for goal accomplishment. Today, we are all talking about the how, the planning for creating your goal, which is the thing that your brain really wanted to do as soon as you said it, right? And don't think that my brain was any different. I had set my goal and then I had my call with my coach and I had some drama happening in my brain about it. And she was like, why are you focusing on the how? (laughs) So I naturally go to this too. It's because of the way that our brains are programmed. If the brain thinks that there is a very um, specific path and way to get to the goal, it feels more secure. And your brain always wants you to feel secure insecure or uncertainty is something that it tries to avoid at all costs. So the planning feels more certain, feels more secure, most likely because your brain's going to be offering you thoughts that make you feel more in control, more certain, more secure about your ability to actually go out and create the goal for yourself. So I know that this is the one that most of you wanted or thought you needed when we first started our conversations about goals a few weeks ago. And I know that because I know how your brain works. It works just like mine. This is the way the human brain goes. Okay. But you can see now why after listening to those last couple of episodes, why we needed to talk about belief first, because if you don't believe in it, you won't be motivated to go after it and do the work that will be required to create it. That work really involves a lot of failure. So if you don't have a strong belief You won't put yourself in the path of those failures. You'll just quit ahead of time. So there will be no need for this part, for the planning. You won't plan for something that you don't believe you're going to get to do, right? Like you're not going to go out and plan a vacation that you know you will never take. 
It's just not a good use of your time or mental energy. So now that you have the tools of belief, it's time to start planning for how. And here's what I want you to know before we even dive into this four-step process that I'm going to teach you. What I teach you in this episode is not going to give you the exact step-by-step how to make sure you accomplish your goal. (laughs) So now some of you are like, okay, then why am I even listening to this? I want you to hang with me because it's really important. The the concept that I'm going to teach you about the plan and the how to get there is really important and it will be the thing that will get you there. It's just probably not going to be the first plan that you make. And the reason why is that I don't know what that is and you don't know what it is yet either. In fact, there are an infinite number of plans and hows that you could create that would get you to your goal, which I think is actually the best news ever because that means if one of them doesn't work, you just go try another one. It's like going into a clothing store when we used to do that before the pandemic and we went shopping. You like take something off the rack, you try the size, you're like, oh yeah, that didn't work. It doesn't fit me. You try a different size or you try a different style. You just keep trying things on until you find the thing that fits, the thing that works for you. There are plenty of hows to try on and you won't know which one fits until you try it out. And the how, the plan is a self-engineered process. You don't know exactly what it is until you get there. Think about any goal that you've gone after. You didn't know the exact step-by-step until you actually had already done it, right? Looking back, you can see the exact step-by-step, but when you're starting out and you're looking forward, you don't know. You make a plan and you see how that works and you kind of like maneuver and pivot along the way. I know I look back over my last year and I set a really huge goal for myself and I had no idea how I would actually create it. Like literally none starting on January 1, but I did. In fact, I doubled what I had set out to do, but I could not have told you on January 1 the exact path that I would have taken to create that and what our conversation would look like about the how on 1231 when it was actually done. I know your brain is going to think that this is nebulous and hard to do and wants to go into how overwhelmed, (laughs) but here's what I want you to know. I've got you. I promise you, I've created a four-step process that will allow you to self-engineer the how as long as you keep reiterating and rinsing and repeating the four steps. Okay. This is the most important thing that you can hear from me today. The how is a self-engineered, self-correcting process if you let it be. Okay, so here are the four simple steps. Number one, you plan a how, a strategy to get to your goal. Number two, you fail and you learn from that how that you planned. Number three, you adjust the plan, the how to get there. And then number four, you repeat. So, I'm going to dive into each one of these four steps in a little bit more detail to give you some more context on how you might actually go about this. So let's start with step number one, planning a how, a strategy. Let's talk about this with an example. I think it might be easier for you to see what I'm referring to with an example. 
And for that example, let's use the 30 hour work week, since this is what I teach my students to create in the unbusy entrepreneur group program. So the goal is to only work 30 hours per week. And I have them set this goal over a six month period. So in six months, they're going to have a 30 hour work week. Now in your, how you create a schedule where maybe you complete your podcast in two hours per week and your email in one hour per week. So you schedule these into your week in this way. You plan for a 30 hour work week for the next week. You schedule all the things into 30 hours. You plan for the podcast to be done, the weekly email to be done. All the hours are scheduled and the results that you want to achieve by the end of the week are scheduled in. So that's the strategy, right? So the podcast is going to take this amount of time and the email is going to be this. And then I'm going to have five calls, which are an hour each. You just literally like plan out the 30 hours. That is the how, okay? I think this is going to work. I think I'm going to get all of my to-dos knocked off my list in this schedule, okay? We're going to try this on. That's a how, that's a strategy. Okay, step number two then is to fail and learn or win. There's two options here. So let's talk about the failing and learning part first, and then we'll talk about winning next. So the failure would look like you don't get all the things done in the 30 hours that in the way that you scheduled them. Maybe you actually used 45 hours to get all of those things done. Now, <laughs> if you interpret this failure, and it is a failure because you didn't meet the 30 hour mark, right? You used an additional 15 hours to get all your things done. Your current brain is going to be interpreting this as planning. It doesn't work for me, or I don't know how to schedule correctly, right? I just can't get my work done in 30 hours. It's not possible. And so that's why I taught you before that you want to really be intentional in how you interpret all of your failures, because if you interpret it from the current brain, which by the way, your current brain doesn't know how to do this, right? That's the whole process of the goal is that you're evolving your brain into the one that does know how to get all of her work done in 30 hours per week. And you want to start interpreting all the failures from the brain who's already done it, the brain who knows how to create and effectively implement a 30 hour per week schedule. Because if you do that, you're going to find the learnings from the failure. So the learning looks like this. Okay, what worked in this schedule? What didn't work? And what am I going to change? If you answer these three questions, you're going to figure out the math of what happened. So maybe you find that you got 50% of the things in that schedule that you've tried completed in the time that you scheduled. So your plan was 50% effective. Now you might find that for example, maybe the podcast, you use three hours instead of two. So the question is why did you miss a step in your planning? Was it an ineffective plan? Do you need to maybe like batch topics or create a content calendar ahead of time to focus your brain when you sit down to write and record it? What specifically didn't work and create a strategy for overcoming this. So that question, what will you do next time is your strategy creating question. So maybe next time you'll decide, okay, I'm already going to have the topic decided ahead of time. I'm already going to have the title. And then when I sit down to write it and record it, 
it's gonna take me the two hours that I plan. Or I need to plan three hours. Anytime a plan doesn't work, it's one of two things. Either it was an ineffective plan, meaning you missed some steps, you didn't estimate the time very well, or you were ineffective in implementing it. Which of those happened here in this failure? And what can you learn from that that you needed to know in order to get to your 30 hour per week schedule? So step number two is the step where so many people stop because they fail and then they're like, okay, well, this just doesn't work for me. I'm just going to quit on it. But when you fail, what it does is it teaches you the thing that you needed to know to make progress, to get closer. But so by failing, you're actually closer to your goal rather than farther away. And I think we have so much adopted the opposite idea that if we fail, we're somehow further from getting what we want. It's not true. It's the opposite. You're actually closer. Now I said in this step, it's either you fail and learn or you win. So if you got all your things done in the 30 hours in this example, then you win, right? Like goal done. So the most likely scenario is that you're going to have a lot of these failures along the way until you get to the winning, but the failures and the learning that you get, if you digest that learning, you actually move yourself closer to the win. So step number three is adjust the how, adjust the plan. And the way you do that is you take the learnings from the failure in step number two, and you create a new plan. You create a new how. Now notice that in the example that I gave you, you couldn't have known before you created that plan or that schedule that you'd have to think about your podcast differently in order to get it done in two hours instead of three. This is the awareness that you gained from failing. And you needed this in order to create the strategy to get it done in two hours instead of three. This is how you use your brain to create ingenuity in your schedule so that you can get things done faster. You can constrain your hours because you're using your brain to figure out how to do that. So you create this new strategy and you implement it into your plan for next week. This is part of your how 2.0, your plan 2.0. Once you have a new plan, a new how to get to your goal, you go implement it and you repeat the whole process with how 2.0. You try it out. You either fail and learn or you win and then your goal is done. Or you go on to step number three and create how or plan 3.0, so on and so forth. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So if you really think about it, the how is just the math to your goal. But so often what we do is we turn that math into drama in our own minds and we make it mean we can't do it, that it's just not possible for us. I hear this a lot. Like Neil is just a special snowflake because she knows how to be uber productive. Well, here's what I want you to know. I didn't come out of the womb this way. I had to create this efficient, effective, productive version of me that you see now. I used to waste so much time and indulge in that I don't have enough time and there's too much to do and the overwhelm and all the mental drama about my to-do list and what was happening in my world too. There is nothing special about me. I figured it out and now I'm teaching other too busy, overwhelmed entrepreneur moms how to get their work done in less than 30 hours a week too. I know the formula. I've used it on myself and taught tons of other students how to do the same. 
It works. But the reason that I figured it out is because I was willing to fail enough to get to the win. I believed in the possibility and I kept working through my failures until I actually got the win to be my reality. Now, could I have used a different how to create the goal? Of course, there are a ton of ways that I could have done it. And the same is true for you. For every strategy that you create to overcome one of your failures, you create one possibility for the how. And there are tons of strategies to overcome the failures. And each one you choose creates a slightly different version of your how or your plan to accomplish your goal. So when you think about it this way, it's actually kind of fun. It's like a game. What? It's like, I ask myself this question all the time. What, how am I going to try next for my goal? What strategy am I going to try to implement next? I can't wait to figure out the way this is going to look when I sit back and I reflect on December 31st back through my year. And I look at all of the steps along the way that took me to my goal. And the same is true for you too, if you let it be. Staying in curiosity is such a powerful emotion because curiosity often keeps you open to possibility. Okay, that didn't work. What's next? What else can I try? What other strategies can I create to overcome this failure, this obstacle that's in my way? And if you've listened to some of my earlier episodes, you know that I talk about blocking out thinking time on your calendar. And one of the things you could use your thinking time for is to strategize new plans, new hows, new ways of overcoming the obstacles that led to the failure that you had in the plan or the how that you tried. So one thing that you might do is just coaching a client the other day on this. And she was like, I need to grow my business. And I said, okay, so let's use your thinking time this week and let's put a block on there of 30 minutes. And you ask your brain to come up with three strategies for growth. What could those be? What could that look like? And those are three different ways, right? Depending on which one she chooses, it will be a different how to get her to her goal. And if that one doesn't work, she, she'll try the second one. If that one doesn't work, she'll try the third one and so on and so forth. So you literally, this is what I want you to hear. You literally cannot get, cannot not get <laughs> to your goal If you go through this four step process, because you're creating the path there as you go through it. So you plan a how, a strategy, you fail and learn, or you win, you adjust the how, and then you repeat. It is self-correcting, self-engineered, and it is the thing that will create the exact plan to get you to your goal if you allow it to work. So if for you, the 30 hour less work week is on your goal list, you know that I'm the girl who can help you create it, right? (laughs) Help you get to it. And so I just want to tell you real quickly about the Unbusy Entrepreneur Group program, because this is what we do. I teach you a three-step formula that includes advanced scheduling techniques, how to unbusy your too busy brain, because that wastes so much time, the busy brain and how to eliminate your time-sucking habits like procrastination and not following through and distraction, indecision, all those lovely things, and replace those habits with higher quality, more effective and productive habits. When you have these three steps dialed in, 
30 hours or less is as good as done. And I would love to invite you to join me and the other entrepreneur moms who are managing six and seven figure businesses in less than 30 hours per week. So they have the time to manage their families and their life too. If this sounds like what you want, I'm going to invite you to go to my website at www.neilwilliams.com to grab your free work less strategy session with me. And in this session, what will happen is I will lay out a six month plan for you to get you to your 30 hour work week. Okay, go out, make how 1.0 for your goal, plan 1.0 for accomplishing your goal, and then go out and implement it. See if you fail and learn or you win. Where did you fail and what can you learn? And then go out and adjust your how or your plan to 2.0 and go out and implement it. Keep repeating this four-step process and I promise you, your goal is as good as done. Have a beautiful, unbusy week, everyone. I'll talk to you next time.